Welcome to the Myth-Busting Lung Cancer Screening Podcast Series, hosted by Dr. Debbie Dyer. This podcast is brought to you by the American College of Radiology and the National Lung Cancer Roundtable. Hello and welcome to the Myth-Busting Lung Cancer Screening Podcast Series for Lung Cancer Awareness Month. My name is Dr. Debbie Dyer and I'm a thoracic radiologist in Denver, Colorado. I'm talking today with Linda Dowling, nurse navigator at Rush Medical Center in Chicago, and we're discussing the myths surrounding lung cancer screening. And so, Linda, it's a pleasure to be with you today. And I wonder if you could chat a little bit about how you approach patients that are current smokers and the introducing the whole idea of smoking cessation. Sure. I really try to approach it from a standpoint of compassion. What I frequently will do is, and I'm talking with patients after they've completed their exam, but one of the questions I will say is, and I'll admit that they do smoke, and from the medical record, but then I'll ask, I see you smoke? How can we help you quit smoking? And it's sort of oftentimes what I found has really opened the door to a really lovely conversation with patients. Smoking is such a challenging behavior, and I have even seen situations where patients will have visited with their provider, and at the time of their visit, they admitted or indicated that they were not interested in quitting. But keeping a compassionate stance and standpoint, I think, is really helpful because it's led to some really interesting conversations. So after asking those questions and, you know, seeing, I think, the compassionate approach, I have actually had patients who have cried in my office because they've been very frustrated. So what I try to do is guide them to resources and really spend a little bit of time educating patients on tobacco cessation. What I've seen is that some patients really don't need any assistance. They don't want it or they have a plan in mind and that's perfectly fine. I think everybody's journey is a little bit unique, but I think also for people to understand that there are different referrals that are evidence-based, such as quit lines, classes, even online modalities, group forums, Facebook groups, text messaging, those all work and can help patients quit. And that along with medications. Some patients decline that as well, but sort of determining what's right for that patient, I think is really important. And I will acknowledge that, you know, everybody's journey, frankly, really truly is very different. And on the flip side, and more comically, but in a good way, I've also have asked former smokers how they quit. And so their stories are really interesting as well. So I had one gentleman who said, I quit when my granddaughter basically grabbed me by the collar and said, Grandpa, you have to quit smoking. Mm -hmm. And another person did a technique, but in a very unusual way but I thought was equally delightful when he said, I just keep putting it off. 
And when I asked him to elaborate, what he basically said was he first started not smoking for X amount of hours, which evolved into days and months and weeks. And when I was meeting with him, it was now years. So he said to me, I haven't quit smoking. I'm just still putting it off. (laughs) That is an interesting approach. I like how Mm -hmm. that can work so well. And what do you do if a patient says to you, well, I'm, I'm just not ready to quit and I don't want to get lung cancer screening because I don't want to get lectured that I have to quit? What I have found is that I have had patients who have been felt a little, I think, overwhelmed and thinking that they would have that lecture. But frankly, I've, I've been very candid in saying that I, you know, I'd like to talk to you a little bit about tobacco cessation and are you willing to quit at this point in time? And if they say no, I will indicate that I respect them, but I'm also going to share some resources and I would give them some printed literature that they could review at a later date. So I think, you know, again, approaching this with kindness And getting people to think about quitting is a good approach. Some people really do not want to quit smoking and they do love their cigarettes. But the main takeaway, I think, is that we want them, regardless of their smoking behavior, to continue to want to be screened. So I think with a kind approach, it goes a long way and can help patients continue doing that. Wow, I can see how that would really work well to have that kind of environment where you're describing that you can get screened even if you haven't quit smoking, but we're still going to provide you with the resources. Right. So that's valuable. Well, thank you, Linda. I appreciate your time today. And we will look forward to more patients getting screened and hopefully additionally more patients quitting smoking. So thanks, Linda. Thank you. This podcast is brought to you by the American College of Radiology and the National Lung Cancer Roundtable.